Now podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, all you wonderful people. Paul Marquis here, and today we have episode 175 of the OrthoEvalPal podcast. We're going to be talking about knee arthritis and the most common signs and symptoms. Now, we're going to be discussing what the arthritic knee looks like clinically. We'll be reviewing the evaluation of the knee and also talk about some of the signs and symptoms. But before we get into the meat and potatoes here, I'd like us just to take a moment to hear a word from our sponsors. Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Welcome back. So knee arthritis is super common. It just seems like we're seeing more and more of this all the time. Uh, maybe it's because I've been at this for 29 to 30 years and I've seen a lot of patients. These patients are coming back and a lot of them are needing knee replacements and they're having a lot of uh, knee arthritis and problems with arthritis of the knee. Um, you know, we can have a very, very lengthy conversation about knee arthritis and the controversies of how to manage knee arthritis also. And there are a lot of controversies about it. You know, like when do you do surgery? How long do you do conservative therapy for? Do you brace it? Do you inject it? Do you, you know, what do you do with it? And so today I'm going to give you my straight up opinion on how I like to evaluate arthritic knees and kind of the direction we like to take with these. Um, there's so much information. We're going to put this into two parts. So today, mostly about, you know, the evaluation and identifying signs and symptoms. And then in the second part, uh, for next week's episode, we'll talk about, you know, how do we manage these conservatively? So I think really though, if you can understand some of the clear signs and symptoms of knee arthritis, it is going to shave a lot of time off of your next knee evaluation when you see a patient with a knee issue. Uh, so let's dive right in. First of all, you know, we should identify what knee arthritis is. And I think, you know, most of us have a good idea. You know, it's typically a wear and tear of that hyaline cartilage that is covering the lining of the bone between the tibia and the the um, the femur and also underneath the kneecap. So as that thins out, it wears out, the nerves become a little more exposed because that cartilage in those areas just don't have a lot of nerve tissue. And so as that breaks down, the underlying bone becomes exposed a little more. You develop some inflammation. Those nerves are fired up. As a result, 
the surrounding musculature around the knee becomes a little bit weaker because it shuts down because of that pain. So remember, arthritis is not just a cartilage issue. There's just a conglomeration of things that, that kind of play into this that we still need to remember. So not only do we have muscle weakness, but we'll develop some spurring, some swelling in the joint. When the capsule becomes distended, uh, the quad shuts down and it doesn't function quite as well. So therefore you get less support. You start to lose motion and, uh, you know, if the, if the knee is hurting, you're not moving it as much. The synovial capsule is not pumping as much and producing lubricating fluid or synovial fluid for the joint. So it's just, you know, one big funnel uh, that just gets worse and worse and worse if you let it go. And so, you know, what are some of the, you know, signs and symptoms, the most common signs and symptoms? Well, number one, these folks seem to get worse when the weather gets worse, when there's a low coming in, such as a rainstorm or snowstorm. And up here, uh, we see a lot of snowstorms. Actually, I'm looking at about a foot and a half of snow as I look out the window right now. And those people can very predictably come in and say, you know what, I think we're going to get a storm soon, or I think we're going to get some snow or rain, and they just feel this increased pressure or pain or achiness in the joint. So that's kind of a common sign, it's, and it's not a bunch of baloney. People, I used to think people were full of it when they used to tell me that, but I really believe that because I see it happen so often. The other thing you'll notice is that people will take maybe a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, an NSAID, and they will report that they have less discomfort pretty quickly. And so that helps to decrease that inflammation and gives them some relief. Now, one of the big signs when people are really getting into, you know, arthritis and the knee is breaking down quite a bit, you're going to start to notice a genuverus or a bow-legged knee posture most of the time. This is very, very common. Now, it can go in the other direction. You can see people with a valgus knee posture and have arthritis, but that is very, very rare. So why does the knee bow? The medial femoral condyle is the larger of the two uh, femoral condyles and therefore it bears more weight as it bears more weight on that medial tibial plateau it breaks it down that cartilage just breaks down faster and when it does um, the knee just starts to bow because of you know, the mechanics of how that works so that is very common the next thing that you'll notice with a lot of people with arthritis is they may have a baker's cyst so you palpate the back of the leg they may have a lump uh, in the popliteal space some are bigger than others, some are painful, some are really painful, and others are not very painful at all. But if somebody has a Baker's cyst, you can pretty much be assured that they have an element of arthritis in the knee. Now, if they are, you know, 18, 20 years old, and there's some fullness back there, it's probably swelling from something else, like a meniscal tear or ACL tear or something like that. Um, because, uh, you know, it's very common with arthritis. So keep that in mind when you're evaluating your patient. Always take into consideration their age too. And then the other thing you will see quite commonly is a loss of extension and or flexion of the knee. So they'll have this little five degree extensor lag. Maybe they bend it to about 105, 110 degrees. And that's very, very painful. And they really, you know, tell you to stop. And why does that happen? Well, the the bones basically develop spurs and when these spurs start to abut up against each other that's quite painful and so the spurs happen because of lack of strength lack of mobility and that they deform over time and that gets progressively worse um, so 
trying to push through that to try to gain motion may be uh, counterproductive because that can cause so much pain that it causes more shutdown. The other thing that I notice with people who are well into knee arthritis is they may have what appears to be an enlarged patella or loss of definition of the knee. So you look at that leg, it's bowed a little bit, it may look like it's a little bit swollen, but there just isn't a good patella definition there. That's quite common because that outer edge of the kneecap starts to spur a little bit more and that surrounding swelling also kind of fills in all the little valleys that show that kneecap definition. Um, you'll notice some bony spurring through the knee. Sometimes you can palpate it. I'm going to try to find some pictures for you folks and uh, throw it up uh, in uh, the show notes here so that you can take a look at that. People with knee arthritis typically, and I say this typically, will have tenderness in the medial joint line. So a 20-year-old comes in with medial joint line tenderness. I'm more likely to think of you know, a meniscal tear, uh, a meniscal tibial ligament problem, maybe an MCL issue. But somebody comes in at, you know, 60 years or older and just insidiously starts to develop some medial joint line pain and knee pain, um, I'm thinking arthritis. And so uh, that is something that is extremely common. So make sure you know how to find that medial joint line and, uh, you know, go ahead and palpate that. Compare it to the other side, see how it feels. The other thing you'll notice will be some increased crepitus with range of motion. Patients will, will say, my knee is cracking a little bit more, especially if I squat or I go downstairs or just straighten out the leg, and uh, that is quite common. You'll see that they have more pain with weight-bearing and not so bad if they're just sitting down. But the knee will stiffen up if they sit down for quite a long time and they go to get up. So again, you know, arthritis doesn't like to be stagnant. Uh, joints don't like to be stagnant when you're arthritic. So uh, if you stop for a long period of time and you start to move, you'll notice that it is going to get a little bit stiff and tight. Now, some people will have more discomfort in non-weight bearing if they allow their knee to go into too much varus, especially because that closes up the medial joint line and causes pain. Or if they go into valgus, if they have a valgus type knee and the lateral side of the knee is an issue. So that's not uncommon. So, uh, you know, putting a pillow between the legs can be very helpful in uh, these types of situations. So, you know, when you, when you identify these issues, you need to make sure there isn't something else going on in there, you know, like a meniscus tear or ACL tear. And, and it's interesting because oftentimes people will have an MRI there will be some arthritis in the knee, but they might have an, you know, a meniscus identified. And this has always been kind of a controversial thing, but a lot of people end up with a knee arthroscopy for a meniscus tear when there is an underlying moderate amount of arthritis. And what happens sometimes is just doing the procedure can really flare that joint up and it becomes hot, it becomes swollen, and then uh, you get this shutdown of the uh, quadricep mechanism and then it's just a snowball. And then six months down the road, you're ending up with a knee replacement. So th that's one of those things that, you know, you have conversations about with patients. If they're not too flared up, not too swollen, um, you know, then that's that's quite all right. But I, I sometimes, you know, caution people about this. I have seen people who have ACL reconstructions, you know, between 50 and 60 years old who have arthritic knees. And uh, oftentimes they do well after the ACL reconstruction, but they do poorly with the joint line pain. 
And so that's another consideration when you see patients uh, who have those types of issues. So folks, I just wanted to talk today a little bit about how to identify knee arthritis just clinically without even, you know, ordering up an x-ray. If you, you know, do order an x-ray, it's very important that you order up a weight-bearing x-ray. We like the Rosenberg view, which is a little squatted position with an AP view of the x-ray. That just kind of gives us the best weight-bearing portion of the joint, and you can really see if there's some, some breakdown of that medial or lateral aspect of the knee. There are three compartments in the knee, the medial, lateral, and the uh, patellofemoral compartment, and those all have to be assessed also to see if you know, if there's an issue with all three compartments, or maybe it's just one, sometimes those are a little bit easier to manage. But, you know, I always encourage people to stay active, even if they have arthritis. And we'll be talking about, you know, how do we manage the arthritic knee in our next episode. So folks, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I hope that the next time you evaluate a patient with knee pain, you consider their age, and uh, you remember some of these common signs and symptoms to uh, help uh, identify if maybe they have an arthritic knee and uh, that will definitely give you better direction in how to manage this. So again, hope you like the show and I hope you all stay safe and have a great week. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.